Hello and welcome to episode 44 of the Roughed Up Podcast. My name is Wes Yee. I am joined tonight by Mike Roy, Matt Armstrong, and Tim Rodriguez. What's going on, boys? What's up? Good evening. Bill's Mafia. <laughs> He's got the Bill's shirt on. What's well, uh, up? Can we just go right into Tim's tantrums? <laughs> I got nothing to tantrum about. Both my teams won. Both crushed it. Uh, Niners looked amazing. Bills, not so much, but still pulled out a dub. I mean, J- Josh Allen, touch and go. He, uh, and, but you know that about Josh Allen. Guy's a superb athlete. But, man, his accuracy is horrendous. Holy crap. Um, I thought Josh gonna... is playing quarterback in the NFL these days. <laughs> not enough Joshes. No, there's a lot. Uh, there's a like, lot, yeah. How many? There's Josh Allen. There's um, Josh Johnson. There's <laughs> – Josh McCown. <laughs> Anyways, overly <laughs> represented, if you ask me. Anyway, speaking about the Niners, Niners last night, holy shit, they showed up in, in a big way. Um, Bosa, it was Bosa's coming out party last night, and guy's a stud, and he, he's led the league in pressures this, uh, so far. He's just killing it, and uh, best number two pick that the Niners have had, uh, best pick overall, and definitely in the last five years. You're feeling, you're feeling good on both counts. Oh, it's so ugly seeing people wearing Niners stuff around town now. It's like, <laughs> all right, time I've, to, I've been wearing, time I've, been wearing Niners, I've, I've been wearing Niners and Bill stuff when it wasn't cool to wear Niners and Bill stuff. Let me just put yeah. it that way. Everything is like brand spanking new stuff. It's like, ugh. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm with you. I was such a snob the last Niner run uh, when the like the Harbaugh era came around. People yeah. started coming out with their jerseys. I did a lot of the, hey, wait a second. I, I didn't know you were a Niner fan. I've known you for <laughs> five years. Um, yeah. And uh, and then you, you'd always, I would always go, and, and by the way, if you ever want to take this, listeners, uh, and you've run into some Fairweather fans, you just ask them how many quarterbacks they can name. Yeah, that's it. And, and, and like, yeah. I, can name, I can name quarterbacks from the 1940s and 1950s for the Niners. Yeah, so, I would say yeah, the, yeah. Yeah, the four of us could probably name the last 29er quarterbacks. But a lot of these uh, so-called faithful, and, and every fan base has this when their teams are Yeah, of course, of course. Uh, like, you know, I saw people who were coming to work in jerseys who, couldn't, who didn't know anyone except for Steve Young, Joe Montana, and Colin Kaepernick. Yeah, of course. Uh, I mean, how many people know about Tim Rattay? Sure. Or, or Giovanni Carmazzi. Giovanni Carmazzi, Carmazzi <laughs> who was picked ahead of Tom Brady in that draft. Or Jim Druckenmiller. Or, or Jim Druckenmiller, worst first-round pick in the history of the 49ers. Steve or, Bono. Yeah, Steve Bono. Well, Steve Bono was a good player. He yeah. was third string. But yeah. he was a good player. Like, he went to the Chiefs, and he had to play some games. And yeah. he dominated. Good like, player. He yeah. was a stud. Yeah, Gerback. 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 Yeah, let's go back. By the way, do you you know the story about um, like the yeah. magazine story? This man alive. Do you know this, Tim Roy? You guys know? No, 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 no. So they went to take. Well, who was it? Who was it that was actually supposed to be picked? Army, do you remember this? I think it was Rich Gannon. Yes, yes. So Rich Gannon was on the Chiefs with Elvis Gerbach, mm-hmm. and they went to take. Um, they went to like go do the people's sexiest man. And they were like, Oh, we're here for the quarterback. And they, so they did a photo shoot with Elvis Gerbach, but it was supposed to be Rich Gannon. Rich Gannon. And, and when they finally like figured it out, they were like, well, we can't go back and say like, 
you're not the sexiest. <laughs> <laughs> that's, such a, that's such a great troll, too. Because because at the beginning of uh, Ganon's career, Gerbeck was the starter. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, Ganon took his job. Yeah. So, I mean. Jeff Garcia, Tim. Jeff Garcia. He had two good seasons with the Niners. He was a pro bowler. He was the number and one Messi quarterback at least one of those seasons. Yeah. Yeah. He had two really good years, and then the Niners released him because they wanted to keep T.O., and, and then uh, T.O. ended up leaving anyway. So the Niners <laughs> yeah. got screwed on both, on both accounts. So did Jeff Garcia. His career was never yeah. yeah, he ended up with the Eagles. He had a nice little run with the Eagles, but after that, he was pretty much done. Yeah. Any other uh, obscure Niner quarterbacks you want to throw out there for consideration? Uh, Dorsey. Yeah, Ken Dorsey. Uh, sure. Yeah, Ken Dorsey from Miami. He was drafted in the sixth round. Um, and then uh, Cody Pickett. That's a name that you won't see. Two thousand four. Cody Pickett from Washington was drafted in two thousand four. Played in two thousand five when Alex Smith got hurt. Um, yeah, I mean, he only had, a, he had a first that. half where I think he passed for negative yards. Yeah, and I remember. <laughs> I remember also, it was against the Bears actually, Roy, yeah. uh, in Chicago, Soldier Field, and it was one of those just crazy storms. Like uh-huh. you can't even see the field on TV, kind of storm. And I'll never forget, it was, it was the only time I've ever seen an NFL quarterback throw a ball and have the wind knock it behind. backwards. Yeah. <laughs> it was because yeah. he just got so little on it, but it was like, wow, that's not even the right direction. <laughs> no, yeah, I, I mean, and I can go through the gauntlet with, Bear, uh, with Bill's quarterbacks too. I mean, Why after Kelly. Yeah. Oh, it, with Bill's quarterbacks, you could go after, after Kelly. Um, you have you – have, Fitzpatrick, you have uh, Rob Johnson, uh, Flutie. You, you, yeah, Flutie. You have uh, you have Feely, uh, EJ Manuel, uh, EJ Manuel. It's yeah, utter nightmare. Tyrod Taylor. Tyrod. Tyrod was actually oh, he he was just a game manager, and he just didn't have enough tools around him to be a game manager kind of quarterback. He could make plays. He was like he uh, he, he could make plays with his feet. He made plays with his feet. He was um, a very was, poor man's Russell Wilson. Basically, yes. Yes, that's exactly what it was. The broke man's version of Russell Wilson. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, but we should get going on. Player. All right, yeah, let's let's get into some picks. Or Actually, sorry, sorry. Roy's records. Roy's yeah, Roy's records. records. How do we let's do last week? We do. That's right. We um, Two of us did well. Two of us did not do so well. Okay. I have Wes on Houston, minus five. And we know how that game went. They trashed uh, the Falcons at home. That's that's it. Fade the that Falcons, game was actually, baby. Fade the Falcons. Yes. And that was close for like a hot minute in the end of the game. And then uh, – Then adios. The, yeah, some, yeah, then adios. Adios. Uh, <laughs> Army, uh, along with most of the public, and one of the biggest upsets of the week was on the Chicago Bears in London in what looked like an absolute – nightmare situation in the first half where literally they didn't even show up to the field and they just get rolled in the first half and even make a great comeback, a second half charge to take the lead, but then they couldn't hold it on and Raiders went out right. So Chicago doesn't cover. Tim was on the New York football giants. Yeah, I should get a reality checked by the the thing is I I was going to take the Niners, but I wasn't going to take the Niners because I had them for Monday night too. So I didn't want to do Niners and Niners. So yeah. bold move on the on the Giants taking a 
angry, needed to win Kirk Cousins led Vikings team. So <laughs> after his pre <laughs> after his previous week of greatness, like... he he publicly apologizes to Thielen, <laughs> and you know what happens after that. Yeah, so, I, so. I remember looking at some point at Thielen's numbers in the middle of the game, and I was like, oh. Yeah, this was yeah it, was guess, it was absurd. I guess taking it, it to the media works. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And well, also, he basically just spits in the face of Stefan Diggs in that same apology. Yeah. Um, and, and then he proceeds not to throw Stefan the dig, Diggs the ball the entire game. So That's a situation worth monitoring because, like, he wants out. And if, if he didn't get targeted after that, you know, like, public show, showing of love to Thielen. Like, I was watching Diggs in the game, like, when Thielen was scoring touchdowns. Like, they were both dancing. So, he seemed like he was going to have a good time. But if there's some stuff going on behind the scenes, that's going to be a situation to monitor. Yeah, that, I would yeah, say maybe, maybe down the road. This, is, this isn't a good enough team with enough of a history of being good with these players that the players are going to – I would say if the, if the team starts playing poorly, maybe. Yeah. But if they're – you know, if they're winning, if they're – you know, I you think three and two. You're looking at probably you know nine and five, nine and six. NFL players do stupid things though. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Like, true. like for instance, so Jalen Ramsey. Like right now with Gardner Minshew, like wouldn't you want to be on that team? Like beyond this groundwork of potentially this, you know, awesome young youth movement. He's playing well. This is like a fun team to be around. That division's <laughs> up for grabs. It's like, why do you want to leave? Like, why you, do <laughs> you spend some time in Florida? Yeah, it's great. You spend any time in Jacksonville. Well, <laughs> there's been rumor that uh, Diggs and Jalen might swap positions. Yeah, that's why. That's why I heard was there. There might be that because uh, Diggs is going to take at least one first round pick mm-hmm. in order to get him to swap because he's he's locked in for five years. So because of his contract deal, he's got he's going to take first round in order to move him. And plus, he's last year he was one of the top wide receivers in the league. So true. He was a top 10 wide receiver, plus he's locked in for five years. I mean, he's going to be worth a first-round pick. Like, even though he's going to get maybe 100 targets and 50 catches this year because the way the offense is being run in Minnesota. Thanks, Zimmer. Yeah, we'll see what happens to Diggs there. But um, So, the last lock, my lock of the week, getting to – saving the best for last. I was on the Green Bay Packers. Catching points in Dallas. That game was probably never – uh, that was never close. Uh, in the end, Dallas close. made a little noise, but it was in garbage time. And um, yeah, some questions now in Dallas that they face two good teams in uh, over two. So nothing to show for there. Green Bay rolls, and I go to three and two, taking the lead in best bets. Three and two. Okay. Nice. That's the wrap. Well, what, what am I now? Is, am I three and two or two and three? Two and three. You and Army are both two and three. Wes okay. is on the board with his first win, his first oh. loss. <laughs> one, one, three, and one. One, three, nice. and one. Okay. All right. Well, man, I don't know how to come back from that. That's, uh, that's a lot to swallow. I will say, I have warned you guys that the Cowboys not. Yeah. Me. No, Dak, Dak, <laughs> Dak is a decent quarterback against bad teams. When he faces a legit defense, guy cannot read a defense to save his life it's very strange that people were buying this team these are the same players we've watched fail yeah. for years and the same coaching coaches that we've watched fail for years no way never buying into a garrett team they had better they've had better teams than they have this year and i didn't buy them so no way i'm in on this squad 
I heard a very interesting comment just uh, aside about picking games and kind of just spreads and overall that it's come to the point where it's almost worth looking at, or you can always make a case for picking coaches and not just teams. Yeah. Like, pick the better coach, the better coaching staff, better coaching led team. In this case, you know, Matt LaFleur, like who really knows if he's good yeah, or not, kind of what that team is, thing. but it's Jason Garrett on the other side. And you can just take the better coach more often than not. It's on the same side as a better team. The players well, and, are and, certainly more built into the lines than the coaches. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and also, um, another thing is, like, what, look at Aaron Rodgers' stats. He has, he's only thrown for 300 yards once this entire season. Like, they are running the ball consistently and consistently well, which is first time ever probably in Aaron Rodgers' career. So, I mean, look at last game. He threw – he didn't have a touchdown pass, and he threw for less than 250 in that game. So, and they, where they won by two scores. Yeah. Well, you don't need to throw when you're winning, too. That also yeah. makes uh, – I, I will mean, say uh, against the Cowboys' uh, defense is that they literally had their entire offensive line out for the whole game. So the like, whole game, yeah. They're getting a lot of pressures. Yeah. So it's like that, that's their bread and butter. Like the, the Amari Coopers, Dak, Zeke, those are like big names. But the reason why they've been contenders or, you know, beloved is that they had like – stud pro bowler offensive linemen and they didn't have them for that game so i kind of give that a wash that's a good point the cowboys uh running backs have gotten a lot of credit but it has been this era of this stretch all the way back to demarco murray has been offensive line driven none of those players have been the same after they've left the cowboys and i would not expect ezekiel elliott to be any different yeah, I agree. Uh, I mean, the, this line was the best line in the league when healthy, but the problem is they've had serious health issues over the last three years. And when yeah, Darren one goes McFadden down, back there, like yeah, yeah. aged Darren McFadden, and he yeah. was averaging four and a half yards a carry. I mean, their left tackle has taken time off. Their guards have taken time off. So uh, it's really hard to have, create consistency when you have your best offensive lineman just taking time off and you're, you're dealing with backups that aren't probably can't hold a candle to these guys that especially, especially when a center goes down, a center, when a center goes down, that's other than left tackle center and left tackle are the two biggest, most important people on the field in terms of your in terms of offensive line, because the, because the center calls all the protections. And so when you, when you don't have a new center in there, that's, that's a huge blow to your offensive line. Let's get into the picks. Thursday night yep. football. It's a tale as old as time. The Bill Parcells battle. New York Giants at the New England Patriots. <laughs> Patriots are 17-point favorites oh, at home geez. against a rookie New York Giants Ugh. quarterback. I will not look at this. Just, 17 yeah, points yeah. is crazy. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not touching this. Word. But I'm not betting on a rookie in, in Foxborough. Pretty much all the Giants' weapons are out for this game, right? You've got yeah. Barkley, Ingram, Shepard. I mean, that. I mean, I, I don't think uh, this Jones guy is as he's not good. I I see him throw six yard outs, and they look like really bad. But I can't really blame that on him. He has no one really to go to. But seventeen points, right? Just send it. Send in the ticket. Don't watch the game. The Patriots also hung around with the Redskins this week, too, until 
you know, that in, all until apart. the second half, <laughs> until the second half when they put in Colt McCoy and then it was adios. <laughs> still getting jobs, still better than Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> another Niner quarterback. Yeah, another one. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm not going to uh, take the Giants here, even with all those points. It's um, yeah. Their defense is terrible. Pats can mm-hmm. score at will, and they have many weapons, um, and, and they're at home. Thursday games are always kind of finicky. I think I say that every week. <laughs> but uh, I, I can just see, like, some cheap defensive touchdowns by the Pats. They get good stops. They haven't allowed a passing touchdown to an offense all season. This is the best defense all season. It's, Pats have had in a long time. So, yeah. Yeah, it seems like that's that that's going to continue, and it's just this is not a place where you just think about it and you just lay the points and think I'll never do that again with any other team. But the Pats in this can make an exception. <laughs> Dude, do you know what's interesting this year is usually when you have great offenses, the defense is kind of sag. Well, what what you're kind of seeing with the Chiefs, but this year is a little bit different in the fact that the top five teams that have great Offenses also have great defenses. You know, other than the Chiefs, you have the Niners, you have the Packers, you have the Patriots, and you have the Saints. All have really solid defenses to go with that offense. So it should be really interesting down the stretch to see what happens to these defenses, see if any injuries kind of hamper them in the long run. I, I, I'm going to really like this postseason. Mm-hmm. I don't want to jinx anything, but I, I would just – I would be curious what you think. So the difference between the second and the third best defenses in points allowed this year, uh, the Bears and the Niners, is 12 points. Uh, Niners yep. allowed 57, Bears 69. Every other team is above 70. Uh, many above – about 20 of the teams are above 100. Yep. Um, so certainly 70 is very good, 57 is very good. The Patriots are first. What is the difference between the Niners and the Patriots? Probably uh, Niners 10 points. 57. Niners have allowed 57 points in four games. Patriots have allowed, have played five games. 21. 21 points allowed? Dogs. In five games? I'm trying to think about the scores. It's probably like around 20, 24, 25 total. They played five games and they only 25 five. points? They've allowed less. No, it's got to be like close to 40, somewhere in the 40s. I don't think they've allowed 40 points. Yeah. They no. played five games. Yeah. Well, Two I mean, field goals in each game. Well, they played some uh, of the worst teams in the entire league. What's the answer? League. What's the answer? Yeah, I'm going to give the answer. The answer is 34 points is what they've allowed. Yeah. This <laughs> yeah. Wow. They, 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 they paid uh, – I mean, the, Niner, the Niners and the Patriots have played two of the worst schedules so far. So, I mean, it's, it's tough to say until they start playing really good teams. Right. Uh, I mean, the Niners finally play the Rams this week, so we'll see what. Uh, but who who are right? the good who are the good teams though? That's the real question. I I feel like there's maybe six, and the rest don't have a quarterback. So like, are the Patriots going to play in anyone? No, inside their division. The so the Patriots yeah, have, no. no the Patriots have hard games. They have the Ravens. Uh, they'll play be, the Ravens. They'll, they'll be at the Ravens. They're okay. at Eagles. Okay. 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 What do you think about Eagles? Then they're home for Dallas, which is a – Dallas is a uh, mid-tier team. They can win a game yeah, on their best day. Yeah, exactly. They, they, can, okay. have, they can win a game. And then, I'm, not, I'm not projecting for, like, an undefeated year. I'm just saying that yeah. they're going to continue to feast on – I, I, I agree. But then the real tests. Uh, so then, uh, then they have the Texans in Houston, and then they host the Chiefs. Okay. 
So those are those are your if they're shootouts, then we know the defense is probably just beating up the bad teams. Uh, but if the Patriots are able to hold one of those teams down, then it's uh, it's a special defense, which it does seem to be. When you're, I mean, they are as far removed from the Niners at a 23 point differential as the Niners are from the Bills, or as the Bills are from the Lions. So like. It's pretty. It's a pretty significant difference in less in more games too. So, um, one last like thing as I look at these, some of these uh, other leading indicators, uh, point differential. The the Pats are first with 121 more points scored than allowed. Niners second at 70, and by the way, this is. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Niners second at 70, followed by Cowboys at plus 41, Vikings 39, Ravens 38. Chiefs 35, Eagles 30, Packers 26. Those all feel like really solid, good teams. Yeah, those are all the teams that are in top in the league. Like so, you look at the top 10, like those teams are all top 10 for sure. I'm going to go down the list some to some of the teams that seem to be good but have bad differentials because I think that those are teams that I would look to fade. And so one that is maybe – I think I like this team, but they are – Probably not as good as the record is. The Seahawks are plus 15. The Rams are plus 12. The Saints, who are 4-1, and one, are actually minus 1, so they've been outscored this season. Interesting. Um, any of these other teams good? I, I oh, the, that, that's, because the, that's because they got destroyed by the Rams after Teddy Bridgewater came into the game. Oh, yeah. So true, they, yeah, true, yeah. yeah that, that's the reason why for that. Okay, yeah. that makes more sense. Okay. Um, yeah, Chargers are a plus nine, so they're very, they're basically a, a flat even team. If you think the Raiders are good at three and two, they're minus twenty. So, well, because they had a couple of games where they just got absolutely crushed. Like they got crushed by the Vikings. They got absolutely destroyed. Well, so, here, here's I, a fun one. Would you guess what the Dolphins differential is? Uh, negative. I saw the point for yeah. Negative one twenty. <laughs> <laughs> I will raise you. Wow, yeah. Holy <laughs> More shit. than negative 120? It's 137 points in four games. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. So they, it's they like Madden. average being outscored by more than 30 points. Jeez. That's man. their that makes average. Their Sunday's game awesome. Best game of the week. That's, that's <laughs> rough. That's a game, oh. yes. Imagine being a, one of my good friends. One of my good friends is a diehard Dolphins fan. Have fun this year, buddy. You're just opted out. You've unsubscribed yeah. from the league for a year. <laughs> uh, all right, well, let's, let's move on to the Sunday night game. This one probably I'm not particularly interested in. Don't think anyone on this call likes these teams. Uh, Steelers at Chargers. Chargers are a seven-point home favorite. Nathan Rudolph yeah. isn't playing, right? Nope. Steelers okay. at Chargers. You almost died on the field last week, so I seriously doubt yeah, it. Yeah, that was gruesome. Uh, so who who plays quarterback for them? I forget his name. It's uh, Charlie Batch. No, <laughs> it's always Charlie Batch. Isn't <laughs> no, he's a, he's a uh, he's an undrafted free agent from uh, S A M. Yeah, he's like from out of nowhere. S A M. I can't even come up with the name. Oh man! Yikes! Yeah, Byron Leftwich, or like you bring him in. <laughs> Samford. 
Delvin Sanford, Devlin, yeah. Devlin Hodges, 6'1", 210 out of Samford College. Okay. I've got it's kind of sad because I think the Steelers are a good team. They've had yeah, obviously Ben going down and Brown and Bell disappearing. Um, you think what's left yeah, is a good team? Juju's hurt. I didn't think this was a good team when they had all those people. Uh, this year their defense has been. Uh, they missed the playoffs you know, last year. They they have a, they have a good defense. The problem is their offense is atrocious. That's yeah. that's their main problem. They can't score points consistently. They can score points, but. Every year, they're the Green Bay of the AFC to me, a team that, like, somehow gets an over-under at, like, 11 or 12 every year and never hits it because someone gets hurt or there's some reason that they don't – there's some, like, good reason that they don't hit their mm-hmm. over-under, but they never do it. They just have so much public respect. And it mm-hmm. just – it never happens, and now it's sort of catching up to them. Like, the Tomlin rigidity is – he's uh, – I, I would guess he uh, gets one more year after this. Yeah, uh, there's like a lot of rumors about all the coaching openings that are going to come up, come up, mm-hmm. and a lot there's of people are thinking four or five. That, yeah, think, people are thinking that Tomlin's going to get the pick of the litter. Yeah, so it's probably out in in Pittsburgh. He has a great narrative, right? It's like has done has been at the top. His worst season is going to be when he lost his quarterback and he lost his running back, you know, as well. And wide receiver. So he's a, yeah, and wide receiver. And so he has a lot of excuses. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's fair. I'd give him the break. I mean, he's, he's not I – I never liked him as a coach. Like, I've always felt good when uh, the Patriots play against the Steelers, for instance. Uh, but he is better than – he's definitely a coach. He's not like some of these guys where it's like – Oh, it's a joke. Who gave this like, guy the headset? It's like it's like Freddie Kitchens. Like you watch Freddie Kitchens like call a game, and you're like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Like <laughs> he is a clown. And the thing is, he has so much talent on that roster, and he's just ruining that team. It's Timmy has like three uh, good games at the end of last year, meaningless games. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get, so hold on. Let's get around the horn on the Sunday night game. So recap the line again. It's seven. Chargers seven point favorites hosting the Steelers. Um, I'm, I'll take the Steelers in this game. Steelers plus seven with the rookie QB on the road. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Steelers because uh, the Chargers last week just looked ugly. They looked really bad last week. They're missing a lot of players. They just they're just not all there, and um, I just don't trust this roster to be consistent. Losing and, to the Broncos. Yeah. At home. Yeah. yeah. It's an ugly look, man. They looked bad last week. It wasn't just that they lost. They looked bad against an 0-4 team at home. I I just don't like this Chargers team right now. I, I think they lack consistency. Um, and to give seven points, like, no. You're going to a rookie, huh? Roy, what do you got yeah. here? Uh, I actually lean Chargers, if anything. I'm, I, I'm not going to roll with a rookie quarterback on the road. Yeah, prime time. Um, it seems if like anything. Chargers after a loss like that, they're going to rebound, and like no team will look as bad as they do one week. Uh, Chargers are, are so Jekyll and Hyde. I just, I would think that they would bounce back more than I would fade them. Um, it's a weak lean just because it's a lot of points on a prime time game. But um, given all the struggles and sort of injuries and just general terribleness that have gone the Steelers' way, I find it hard that they get up for this game. 
um, after losing a nail biter in a very close game against uh, a division rival last week, but they probably played their hearts out. So I think this spot favors more for the Chargers than it does Pittsburgh. Did you pick this game, Ari? Uh, this is like a perfect line. Uh, it's it's a stay away for me because I, I don't think the Chargers can score seven points. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because, I mean, Eckler's their only weapon other than Allen. So they have Eckler and Allen. If they don't get the ball or they manage to slow them down, like, the Chargers aren't scoring. They're just not. They have the big uh, goal line turnover, right? They always do. Yeah, it's like back-to-back swing. Yeah. Every week. Yeah. It, it, kind uh, of but they are a mistake-prone team, actually, thinking about the last couple of years. Um, I guess they've got a couple more games with the Gordon – in the offense again, I guess maybe he can bring some life. But yeah, they've been pretty ugly for what a team a team that was like relatively yeah they they were Super Bowl contenders last year. Yeah, they, well, they were in that I, second tier on uh, yeah season favorites. They're always they were the, like they were in like that ten, eleven, twelve kind of area. They're the West Coast uh, version of the Steelers, who are the. <laughs> AFC version of the Packers to me. Another hey, that, team that gets a that lot division more value out of the name. Is more up for grabs than I think people realize. With the Chiefs looking very pedestrian and the Raiders somehow now being relevant, that, that division is still pretty oh, much up for grabs. On. No, you're not fading the Chiefs. Stop it. Well, I'm not awarding them the division either. Oh, I, I, really? No. I, I would. <laughs> they got, I mean, absolutely manhandled by yeah. a great O line. And if yeah, that's the key they to the game. So every team, even the best teams, Super Bowl champions don't show up every week. I, mean, I, I, I would, yeah, I, 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 I think that was, champs yet. I think that was aberration. I don't think that's the norm. I, and also, yeah. also, there aren't, I don't like the other teams in that division at all. No. Yeah, that, that's true. If there was I, I, the, a, the Raiders are inconsistent. If there was a decent tier two team in that division, I, yeah, maybe maybe someone could steal that division away. If there was like a Seahawks to the Rams kind of contender there, mm-hmm. I can see it. Like, I'll, and and we we may get to this game. I don't know, but I would say if Carolina was there, I'd be interested. They look like a a real team now. But let's go Monday night. Detroit at Green Bay. Green Bay four point favorites at home. Green Bay all day. Hosting Detroit on the road. Lions off a bye. Feels like a trick. I'm going to say Lions. I think it's mm. probably should be. It's tough. This is another one I don't like. But I, my initial my gut reaction was Lions because of the four, the full four. I feel like the Lions can score. The Packers stock is really high right now. But I, th- I think uh... – Detroit are paper lions. I, I, <laughs> I was about to say that too. Uh, <laughs> like, I I, paper tiger, paper lions, it works. I can believe that the lions are uh, 9-7 team, 8-8 eight eight team. Can be sure. some good sure. teams, can pickle nine, with seven them. 9-7 and 1. Yeah, but I, uh, them in Green Bay, never been good. Stafford has just never done well there. So he's, I think he's another Kirk Cousins. Forrest is a, a trick, trick number. But yes, Packers coming off a big game against the uh, Cowboys, so they might be slacking a little. But oh, the fucking Aaron Jones guy finally came alive. The one week I'm playing him in fantasy. Personal vendetta. But if that team gets somewhat of a a running, a running game, game going, yeah. yeah. Then, then they'll be 
like the Packers team that everyone has been pumping up for six years since they won the Super Bowl. Look look at look at Stafford Stafford's record in big games. Well here, and this is I'm, gonna be Forget the big games. I have Stafford's record against the Packers. Seventeen games, forty nine hundred passing yards, which is crazy. Stag- yeah. Staggering, yeah. Uh thirty four touchdowns, nineteen interceptions. Ooh, not bad. And a seven and ten record. So I think better than I would have guessed. Yeah. But go on, please. But this is a big game. This is Monday night on the road. What's his What's his big game record against winning teams? Oh yeah, probably not that great. The winning. No, we know his. Yeah, he has the what he had like the zero and sixty against teams with winning records for a long time. So yeah, dude, it's it's absurd. Like he cannot beat good teams. He is and 68 the Packers, and 0 in his career in games where his team outscores his, the opponent. Yeah. Oh, imagine that. Holy crap. That's how it works. <laughs> I'm on Green Bay here. I um even though the Lions are off a bye, I like you said, all all the stats about Matt Stafford facing a good team. Um I need to see them fa- face I they did uh play tough with Kansas City at home, which is impressive. But um they didn't beat him, and but they covered. But I think I just need to see more. I need to see another showing that they can kind of hang with a good team. Um, and this will be a good test off a of bye, so they have two weeks to prepare. And if they can't get their act together now, then it's sort of same old Lions team. But I'm willing to roll with the – I think the better quarterback is playing better right now. And if they can find Aaron Jones, um, I think there's more to like about the Packers. Um, and I have to make a case to bet the Lions, whereas, like, the Packers – I feel in this case are the safer bet. I feel like the Packers are going to take the Falcon spot in your drawer <laughs> of, of like in your toolbox. You got a little slot for a team with a, mm-hmm. a, a big name quarterback um, and a baboon <laughs> coach. And, here. <laughs> and you have to have, you have to have that spot filled. The Falcons are probably ready to come out. Uh, the, the, the thing, is, the thing is, is that I, I just, trust Aaron Rodgers a lot more than I trust Matt Stafford and the Packers defense is legit this year it is a really good defense and the thing is about the Lions is the Lions have a really weak defensive backfield this year and I, mm-hmm. I just think I, I just think that Aaron Rodgers will pick them apart I think if the Lions can't run the football which they yeah it's over historically can't if, if if they don't have a run game, then it's 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 over because then it's just Matt Stafford trying to make all the plays himself, and Green Bay can just feast and sit back. So, I think I would side with the team that has a more established running game than one that needs to have one. So, great, Roy. Why don't you start us off on the weekly pick? Okay, I'll, I'll get mine in. I gotta get out of here. Um, I think this line is plus one and a half now for the Cardinals at home. Right? Is that the uh, latest? I'm seeing two Ooh. and a half actually. As yep. dogs or favorites? A home underdog is against the Falcons. Which, to me, makes no sense. As, as you just said, the Falcons are my team last year, or have been for the last decade, <laughs> my darling team. But now this, this – how can they be road favorites after just getting basically exposed and kind of trashed at Houston? But to come into Arizona on the road as road favorites, to me, it seems like this, this line stinks. Uh, I made Arizona like a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Whoa! If I was guessing this line, I don't see how they could – be anything less than a pick 'em, 
I mean, Arizona's. I mean, uh, Atlanta's terrible. So did you watch the Cardinals Bengals game though? That was equally ugly. They yeah, they were terrible. But they got the win. Um, on the road. Uh, I would take Arizona here, getting points at home. I I know they're not very good, but I this is a fade against Atlanta being road favorites. Are you kidding me? Um, okay. He's off. We got him off. Yeah. Dark, Dark Roy. He's, he's on the other side now. Like one week of convincing, and then the next week he picked against <laughs> It was a tough car for me to pick, but that one was the biggest mismatch in terms of what I feel like the line should have been. If anything, I pick him. Um, if not Arizona, you know, minus one, just a short home favorite. And so to me, that has the most line value in it. All right, buddy. Go, okay. uh, go catch your goblins. All the digital loot. <laughs> Make sure you listen to the podcast so you can record our picks. I will. I'll look uh, back. Thanks, I'm, uh, I'm going to go next. And okay. I'm gonna st- I'm yeah, gonna, no, uh, later, later, buddy. Later, buddy. I'm going to go with the San Francisco 49ers versus Rams. Again, <laughs> hey, they're getting, Let's go. They're, <laughs> they're getting three and a half on the road against the Rams. Um, and I'll, I like this. I, I, I like that they're getting more than three points. I think <laughs> if the Niners do lose, I think they'll lose by field goal. So I'll still cover. And the Niners right now are much are a better team than the Rams. Uh, I think they have a better defensive line. Uh, right now they have a better run game for sure. Um, the only thing is, is that if, if Goff throws for 500 yards, which I don't think he will in this game because our pass rush is legit. I think this is going to be a close game. It's going to be a hard-fought game. But I think the Niners are going to pull this one out. What if he throws for 400 yards or 450 yards, which is what he's averaged over the last two weeks? I don't think he will because the pass rush for the Niners is much better than the Seahawks and the Bucks. Let me just put it that way. Tim, I was going to go all in on our Niners, but – uh, I, I, you can join me. You can join was, me in the club. Yeah. What I was going to lead it'll with. Be good theater. It'll be good theater. What, what, what I was going to lead with is that, like, are the Rams actually good? Because they haven't played like a dominant team yet this year. They've been in close games with bad teams and just been shootouts or have looked terrible. Like, they're the one game where their defense showed up, their offense put up 10 points. So yep. I, I, the Niners are a better team right now. They're playing they really well. Uh, they're, they're getting turnovers. Their defensive pass rush is legit. They have a top three defensive pass rush up there with the, with the Patriots and the Bears. So You're okay. challenging the Rams resume? Who have the Niners beaten? <laughs> the Browns. They were Super Bowl favorites. Come on. Uh, that that won't be my favorite pick Uh, what I was going to before all the the cowboy bashing came in uh, I had the cowboys as a a big um, check mark for me it's seven and a half going to New York against the Jets Um, but we do know that the the cowboys beat up on the bad team if this was you know on the road against a good team like wow that's insane but the Jets are terrible they have no direction. I guess Sam Darnold playing, maybe. I think he I guess might he's play. Been... He's uh, he's such a good. I think he was he's... he was cleared from his mono. Uh, yeah, I think he's still doubtful. He's starting. Oh, he's starting. Okay. Yeah. So either way, I don't fucking like the Jets. Um, <laughs> the Cowboys are yeah. 
They classically feast on bad teams. Give me the Cowboys versus the Jets. The Jets are feeders. I was, uh, I mean, uh, I'm, I'm pleased because we flamed you uh, earlier for picking games that aren't pickable normally for your best bets. Um, I'm on it. But uh, I was hoping you would actually stick with your double pick on the Niners because I'm going to go the other way in that game and I'm going to take the Rams. Okay. I think if you were to pick this game out before the season started, it would the spread would be more like seven, eight, maybe. Yeah. I, I think you can react to the results. It's week six. I don't buy it. I'm not buying the Niners as a juggernaut. I think they are a firm tier two type team, like a lot of these teams that we have sort of looked at as somewhat flawed. And maybe the Rams are one of those teams too. I've, I've seen the Rams offense pop off in an impressive way this year, even considering they're bad teams in some cases. So I'm more ready to buy them as the top of the second class of teams. Uh, behind the Chiefs and Patriots. Um, I think they're closer to, like, the green mm, – I think they're a, a notch probably still above, above Green Bay for me. Um, I still think they're better than Seattle as well, and I think they're better than the Niners are. And so three and a half is just is – it's, it's a line pick for me. I think the true value here is probably – including what we've seen this season, to me would be more like six. Okay. Wow. Uh, I, I mean, I'm going to disagree, but – I mean, I am biased, but at the same time, I was looking at their offensive line compared to our defensive line, and the Rams have one of the worst offensive lines in the entire league. So I I just think Jared Goff is not going to have a comfortable pocket all game long. He's not going to throw for 500 yards or 400 yards. He'll be lucky to throw for 320 yards in this game. Last year, Goff against the Niners threw for 202 yards in the first meeting and 199 in the second meeting, and the Rams scored – (laughs) <laughs> sorry it's uh it's kind of amazing they're gonna score 39 points and 48 points in those two games so he doesn't need so, those were jimmy g list games so. yeah yeah those were jimmy g list games and at the same time that was when todd Gurley was a god he is not that player anymore the second one was uh, the cj anderson era is he on the team still I mean, I'm, yeah. Let's listen. I'm just saying. I think this offense is still explosive. They've shown they are. I, I agree with that. Some pretty I, impressive I, I, performances, and I, I, I have not yet been impressed by the Niners. They've done what a good. They've gone from very middle of the pack to me to likely wild card team, but they are not in the. This is a division favorite yet. Maybe if they win this game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, okay. Test. That's it. If they win this game, they're probably going to win the division. I mean, you, obviously the Seahawks oh. will still be there. But if, six. <laughs> no, because the, cause the Rams will fall to three and three. The Seahawks have to win this week. And the, the, the Niners will be five and zero oh at this point, unless the Niners just absolutely fall off a cliff over the next – Ten you've, weeks. You've seen enough Andy Reid seven and zero teams like miss the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't think the division will be wrapped up. If this team is seven and zero, then I, I'll say fine. That's I fair. think all three <laughs> Seahawks, Niners, Rams are in the same pot, and Wes is the only one who thinks the Rams are slightly a tick ahead still. Which I, I don't buy. I haven't seen like I don't buy it either. But... I haven't seen them 
play like an elite team all What's, year. Yeah, and, and the thing is that they were buying their defense, right? Well, their defense just gave up 48 points to the Bucks. So, yeah, I mean. 55. Oh, the 55? Yeah. 55 to the Bucks, and then they gave up 30 to the Seahawks. So, I mean, I'm not buying this, this stouted – this yeah. vaunted Rams defense. But you're and you're holding that game against the Rams against the Seahawks. They lost by one. Like, I I mean, if it was thirty to twenty nine Rams, would you also be criticizing the Seahawks for that? I don't know. I think it's it's close. It's closer. I don't think they're flawless. I think they're definitely a flawed middle tier two team. But yeah, that's cool. It'll be interesting. Nice. No, it should be a good game. I'm excited for this game. It's going to be probably the best game of the week. Yeah. Maybe it'll be a three-team uh, three, three team, uh You sure it's not going to be Dolphins, uh, Redskins? <laughs> that, that's going to be exciting, oh, too. That's gonna, that is going to be a beaut. <laughs> well, I have a question. So here's, here's an interesting game. No one picked this one, but it's probably one of the more fun ones to watch. Texans and Chiefs. That, that's all, that's one I kind of looked at. It seems uh, – Over-under is 55. Yeah, quick quick reaction on the Chiefs getting stuffed by the Colts and the Texans, like, digging one out or, like, you know, late game kind of uh, punish of the Falcons. I, this is a quick jump off of Chiefs. What, what do you have this, like, if the Chiefs don't look bad last week? If this game was played last week, this is probably seven, eight. Yeah, exactly. Maybe more. But, I mean, they were – Chiefs were Patriots territory giving up huge lines. Um, and the Texans yep. are – I think the Texans are they, – they have shown their ceiling, which is above average, but they are still in that class of, like – they're maybe a little – they're better than the Falcons now. Maybe they're the Falcons last year. Well, the, the thing is the Texans, they're going to have to put up 30 points in this game. Yeah, that shouldn't be hard. The Chiefs love to give up points. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That, that's what I'm saying is that the Texans have at least an assemblance of a defense where the Chiefs don't. Like, they are bottom feeders. But can, does, can a semblance of a defense stop Mahomes? Yeah, ouch. Yeah, that's why the, that, that's what I'm saying. It's going to be a shootout. This is probably going to be like a 30 to 40 game. There was a, a question. Uh, so last week, Neither Brady or Mahomes threw a touchdown. What are the odds that that happens again while they're both still playing? Probably not again for a while. <laughs> right? It's 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 got to be like I would bet it. I would take that <laughs> happily. <laughs> Did didn't did Mahomes throw throw a touchdown in the first half? I don't think so. Let me see. No, they had like four. No, they had two Butker field goals. No, they had a touchdown. I think. They had a touchdown. They had a touchdown. I don't. Know. They had a touchdown, but I don't know if it was a pass. Uh oh, he did throw one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he threw one. Yeah, uh, he didn't. He didn't. I mean, he made some ridiculous plays. He only threw one touchdown, but I know he had a touchdown in the first half. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Still debatable though, because like, what is Mahomes? Is he a scrambler or a pocket? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's the best quarterback in the league right now. Come on. Oh, it's MVP. Like, but like, what, what is his, is this like, so like Mike Trout was like a 40-40 guy and now he's like a 50-20 guy, but which one is better? Like, is Mahomes going to evolve into something different? 
in his career rather than scrambling will he be more of a pocket passer because he has the arm for it but obviously he's going to age in his legs he doesn't scramble that much uh, he, he's a bootlegger yeah, I mean, he's more he's more of a Rodgers type in terms of the way that's that's was. where I was gonna go with my comparison with Rodgers. He's more of a Rodgers type. He creates openings with his legs, but he doesn't run. He's a hose. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Here's, here's his rushing total this year: one one carry, one carry, four, six, three. Yeah, he he's yeah. like a yeah he's a a backfield general. Like he knows yeah. where to be to just not be tackled. Yeah, he that. creates he's openings for himself. He's oh, you want to talk about MVP real quick? He's the favorite. Mm-hmm. Any other? Any yeah, other? Yeah, it's, it's either it's got it, it like the top three are gonna be he, Brady, and Wilson. Those are gonna be the top three. So yeah, that is correct. Right now, it's Mahomes, Wilson, Brady. Rogers is fourth. Watson is also fourth. Um, and there's one more player. The only non-quarterback on this list. Hmm. Well, any guesses? Uh, Christian Thomas? McCaffrey. Yeah. McCaffrey. Oh, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. So he is at twelve to one. Oh yeah, he's he's been he's, dominant. Like, yeah, he's hard. He is hard carrying that team. He's, like he's averaging one hundred and seventy-five total purpose yards a game. Yeah, averaging. It's yeah. I think it's the fourth most fantasy points through five weeks. Um, in in history or something. Yeah, yeah, he's he's a he's a creative player right now. Like he's not he, even human. Yeah, I, I saw that. Like, God, I want to say it was like the Dolphins are averaging like thirteen yards per like drive, and McCaffrey's averaging like thirteen yards per touch. <laughs> he's averaging five point five point six yards per carry and nine nine yards per catch. Yeah. So like total, he's like seven, eight yards per touch, which yeah, is God. extraordinarily high. He's averaging 117 yards on the ground and 56 yards in the air. Yeah. So yeah, Monster numbers. Any interest in 12 to 1? I'd take that. I mean, is if it, you can keep this it, up for 16 games. But he has to surpass all the quarterbacks, which is all. Yeah, the that's the problem. That's always tough because people take the field generals as gods, even though, like, they might not have as good a years as the running backs, but the thing is, unless he breaks like a touchdown record or some kind of running back record that hasn't been touched in a long time, like LT did. Um, yeah. I mean, if he plays 16 games at his current pace, he'll rush for almost 1,900 yards. And yeah. Be, uh... Near 1,000 yards receiving. So, he, yeah, if he does that, for sure, like he's probably MVP. But I don't believe he's going to be able for to do sure? it. For sure? I don't know. I think the Mahomes thing is pretty crazy. But the thing number- is, we see, this, we see this every year at quarterbacks now. It's not, it's not surprising anymore from quarterbacks. Quarterbacks have been just dominating the league. You weren't surprised by Mahomes last year? <laughs> uh, I was surprised by Mahomes by the fact it was Mahomes. Because Mahomes came out of nowhere. Like, he was, he was a backup from Alex Smith, took his job, and then dominated. That's what makes it surprising. 50 touchdowns. Yeah, yeah McCaff- McCaffrey has 34 yards less than the entire Dolphins offense. <laughs> well, also Marino in his second year had 50 touchdowns. So, 
I mean, well, that's a pretty good class to be in. That's yeah, it. exactly. I mean, he, yeah, it was special. He had a special year last year. He deserved the MVP for sure. I think this year he's even better at some level. If if he can if he can beat fifty touchdowns, I'll be very I surprised. Mean, he but. was fifty and twelve last year, twelve picks. This year he's eleven and zero. With more with a higher yards per attempt. I mean, he's having a fantastic year. I mean, I don't doubt Mahomes' yeah. skills. Yeah, that'll, be, that'll be quite a battle. All right, so it sounds like we're not sold on any of these guys for MVP. Maybe, maybe not. McCaffrey. If, if he sets some kind of running back record and they're comparable exactly. quarterbacks, that, that almost seems like more of an issue. It's like if Wilson or Brady or Rodgers challenge Mahomes with the numbers, then maybe they erase each other and people go for the running back. Exactly. Because if he does – because McCaffrey's going to have to do something truly special. He's going to – if he's at 2,000 yards rushing plus almost 1,000 yards receiving, I mean, come on. How, how many running backs have reached 2,000 yards or almost 2,000 yards? Oh, no, here we go. The Jets are averaging 13.5 yards per drive this year. Per drive. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey is averaging 14.2 per drive. Jeez. <laughs> Yep, hand on the ball. That's dominant. Like I think, uh, I think running back. Yeah, it's hard to beat that trend. But un- uh, is is Mahomes on another historic pace? I don't think Brady is in the in the equation. He's not in the conversation in terms of historic pace for passing or anything. I mean, his team is fantastic, but I mean, and he's yeah. the leader of that team. But I think he, he has himself- to take. I think you have to take a knock if your team is is dominant and you're not having a monster year. So like if, he's if, good. He's good, but he's not. I, I think it's important if, like, the Panthers end with nine or ten wins and he has crazy numbers, I think he wins. But Probably if they're a playoff team, it, the story would just be, wow, he carried the backup quarterback yeah. to the playoffs. With a crazy, um, crazy year of stats too. What is his yeah. yards per game this year? So he's at one. Where did it go? I had it. Yards per game, one hundred seventeen point four. And then receiving yards, he's at fifty-five point eight. He said. So if you take his average yards from scrimmage, put it over 16 games, he would set the he would set the the all-time record for most yards from scrimmage. Exactly. Would, like if, yeah. if he if, if he does that, like he's the MVP. He would actually blow away the record if he at this pace. He would he would reach 2,700 yards, 2,771 yards. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that, yeah. And yeah, the, yeah. He's the MVP. The record is, is 2,509. Chris Johnson. Yeah. yeah, did Chris Johnson win MVP it, that year? It would, it would, he did. It would break that record by almost 300 yards. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, C- C- that was the year he was CJ2K. He ran for 200. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I believe he was the MVP. He was, yeah. And then after the end, he fell off a cliff. So. Uh, Are you sure? Yeah, he must have. It's interesting. Football, football reference doesn't show that. Yeah, I don't remember him winning MVP. I, I remember him getting like a Madden cover. No, he didn't. Cash. Win. Yeah, he, he didn't cashed. win. Manic he cashed. Yeah, 
Not a single person voted for him. Oh my god. Manning won Breeze second, Rivers Favre. Holy smokes, guys. <laughs> that they should just That's, call it the quarterback award. It is. Yeah, basically. Yeah, if a guy gets two, or, or well, it could be like a uh, a defensive lineman who gets like twenty plus sacks. Those are the only yeah. options. It's either yeah, a quarterback or a ton of sacks guy. Yeah, DE. If you have a defensive end who gets yeah twenty one sacks. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no one else can win. win the award though. Yeah, when JJ Watt was absolutely dominant. Yeah, maybe like a DB who gets like. Manning's, Manning's stats were 33 TDs, 16 picks, 4,500 yards. Are you serious? And he uh, won I mean, over CJ? The, the, reason oh, they won, the reason they won was that uh, – or that he probably won was they were 14-0 in his starts. Even then, man. 13, uh, 33, 16. Right, that's not 2-1. That's, that's, not, that's not that great. That's, that's basically what Stafford is against the Packers. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's like <laughs> oh, Stafford. Exactly. 4,500 yards. We said the same thing. Oh, MVP caliber Stafford, apparently, against the Packers. So if, if that's what you want, you Jesus. got it. Um, I'm not caught up on uh, on Worlds yet, so we can't talk about it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I've been watching Worlds too. Are you you're, Are you up to date? No, no, no. I, I'm not either. I need to watch tonight to catch up. Just watch the highlights. That's the way to do it. There's yeah, that's what I've been doing. I've been watching the two-hour highlight where they show all the big games and they two just hour. The no, it's like the the five-game series are like twenty minutes. Yeah, no, I I watch the two-hour like uh, highlight for each one. I watch it before I go to bed. We're not speaking the same language. <laughs> what is the two-hour highlight? What is that? I don't even know. So they show every game, but they show the highlight from every game. So they show like uh, ten minutes from every game, so it's like. But there aren't that so many like, games. There's only. There's only. Well, there's probably only four teams left now. I don't want to know what they are, but. Well, I mean, now it's. Well, yeah, now it's been dwindled down. But when it first started, there was a lot more teams. Huh. I mean, I thought those were like half hour a day. Anyways, whatever. Yeah, the quality of play has been trash. I'm excited for the group stage. Um, I still like all the same teams, so we'll we'll preview. We can preview it when we um, yeah the group stage. Mm-hmm. All right, good work, boys. Yeah, right. not bad. See you right. again next week. Talk, uh, talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>